Alright, run it. Welcome to MTV Cribs. I am your host, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Dick Clark. So you just gonna just let me not say the intro right and just gonna ride with it. Uh I was like, okay. See, this admit, see, you got me out here looking like Steve Harvey. <laughs> I'm just like, welcome to MTV Cribs. She just rolling with it. She just sitting here looking like, oh, okay. I was about to say, can I have whatever you you took? <laughs> Welcome to the Awkward Minority. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Dick Clark, and she is the multi-talented forever fly. Lady Godiva. <laughs> we like to welcome y'all to our end of the year wrap up for 2015. We hope y'all been having a good time, man. Yo, I never noticed. Well, I always notice how many people watch listen to the podcast. I never noticed how many people actually care about the podcast till you miss a week. <laughs> I know, right? People are like, <laughs> "Where's the podcast?" I'm like, "Yo, chill, man, chill." Like, like I'm like, man, people really love us. I'm, I'm, I'm so appreciative of y'all listening. Me too. I really am. I, you know, there's other ways to communicate with us too. I mean, don't, don't think we're leaving you hanging. You know. <laughs> exactly. We always open to a healthy debate on Instagram, Facebook, Ooh. Twitter. Because good lord, our mentions are on fire right now. <laughs> This super hot flavor. Go take a look if you don't believe us. Our Instagram is the awkward minority. Just click. You'll trust me. If you go to our Instagram, you'll know what picture to click. Woo! <laughs> On <laughs> fire! <laughs> but yeah, we just want to thank y'all for for tuning in every week because we're very appreciative of it. We did ten episodes. We're on episode eleven right now. Mm. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like I, I was hoping. I remember I was hoping that people would just catch on as we went. Like I didn't think we'll be this far along in the growth process as we are right now. I know. I at first I was thinking like, okay, you know, people are just gonna ignore me because I don't know. I you know you, you know when you listen to your own voice, it's really weird at first. But yeah. I love you guys. You guys are so nice. <laughs> I honestly spent like Lady Godiva can contest to this. I always have a moment in the middle of the podcast where I'm like, I hate this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm always second. That I'm always second guessing it. Like, I I hate this. I I hate it. Like, I I, I was like, I just always have a moment where I just fall back. I'm like, I hate it. And I'm like, you better get on. We haven't just spent 30 minutes on this, and you're going to stop. <laughs> you're like, no, you're doing good. We're doing good. But, man, we just want to, for real now, we just want to thank y'all for tuning in each week and watching and listening, however you get this information that we're giving you guys. And we're going to continue into 2016. Yes, yes, yes. We've had a lot of highlights in the last 10 episodes. I um, didn't expect it to be that much, even though we've listened you know, over the um, each episode, but when you combine them, it's just amazing. How it's pretty cool. <laughs> Some of this stuff we're going to play, I forgot we even said it. 
Right. Like Uber, yeah, Uber, right. taxi. Uber, Uber, that. Oh my God, that's the that's the funniest thing in the highlights of the show. That's the funniest thing ever. When you're just like randomly, Uber, Uber, taxi. But <laughs> what's your what's your favorite episode? Favorite episode? I'd have to say the um the strippers one. What was the title again? <laughs> Um, scrippers with red cups. Yeah, I I like that. I love the vibe in it. Um, you know, you guys like my foreign accent, and, <laughs> um, and I loved reading the story. I just the whole episode was pretty cool. It was positive. It was fun. It was great. It was just the overall great episode. What about you? My favorite episode has to be. Um, messaging in the air. That episode had me crying. We was roasting Meek. Like, I was crying listening to it. Like, oh my God. Like, he couldn't get the jokes that Drake is like making jokes about you. So your joke is, I'm on my girls tour. Like, that's the joke is you couldn't, I'm not going to go into it again. I'm not going to go into it again. I'll hear it in the highlights. But Speaking of me, speaking of Meek Mills, I need Meek Mills to ditch everybody that's in his crew. Like, I know how I said I'm not doing a new me, new year type thing. He needs to do a new me, new year type thing. He needs it. Like, who put out that video of him boxing? Have you seen the video? Oh my God. Please don't remind me. <laughs> Jacob can knock him out. And Jacob, like, I'm fully confident that Jacob can knock him out. In under twenty seconds, we we keep saying Jacob, and I don't. I'm not sure if they know how old he is. <laughs> oh yeah, Jacob. Jacob. Jacob is very young. Yeah, he's he's seven years old. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say all that. See, see, see. I was about to say it, but I was like, no, because I felt bad. I was like, no, I shouldn't say it. I was gonna say I was gonna use very young, but yeah, Jacob is seven. <laughs> And Jacob can fight better than that. Meek got his arms all open, his stance all crazy. Is yeah, he better bang them hammers from Philly because he sure ain't he fell ain't punching you. And then they say he got another. Then they say he got a diss song for Drake too. Ugh, I don't even want to hear it. Just listen. don't let me listen to it. I do not want to listen to it when it comes out. I gotta laugh. I gotta laugh. I love a good hearty laugh because that one to know is horrible. But can you just leave this beef alone, Meek? Like. I remember after that estrogen, after that estrogen episode, I felt I felt bad for him because I'm like, he's so damn lost. And then this new stuff come out about him, and it's like, okay, you really are just stupid. Like, how can you actually sit here and put cold water in a cup and give it to the probation officer and say it's your piss? Wow. And then they tried to help him. See, he might get some jail time. And I, I want to feel bad for him, but you brought this on yourself. The um, the person that takes the piss, they was like, what is this? This is cold water. No, it's not. My um, The the supplements I take for my um smoothies, they make my pee just like this. And then Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Minaj, Nikki Lewinsky, you can't, you can't, no. Stop riding for these fools. She actually got in court and testified that that's his pee. No, that's one thing you don't do. You don't. You riding. Mm. Y'all riding down for the wrong dumb motherfuckers. I ain't riding down. Hell to the no. 
If I try to turn in some cold piss, some cold, some cold piss, some cold water, I would not expect. First of all, I wouldn't even let you do that. I'd be like, I got to go down this road myself. Like I would not expect you to lie for me, because if I'm being that stupid, ain't no hell of expecting you to ride for me. That's dumb as shit. Oh my god! Like, you, you. So his dumb ass thought it was a good lie. She just rolled it like I'm a ride or die. You're gonna prove that I'm down to this loser. Mm. Man, I want to do meat at this point. Meat can't even listen to um the Breakfast Club anymore. They used to be because Charlemagne, Charlemagne the guy used to be his favorite um dish jockey. I know he's not a dish jockey. Radio personality used to be his favorite radio personality, but now that Drake done shot them out of the song and sipped them bottles, you can't even listen to that anymore. <laughs> they don't even play Meek's music on the radio anymore. I had a friend that was in Philly and he was like, yo, they play Drake a lot here in Philly. And I was like, <laughs> that's funny. He was like, why is that funny? I was like, because Meek Mills is from Philadelphia. It was like, right. oh my God, they played back to back like like 10 times already since I've been here. Your mm-hmm. own city don't respect you. So, man, I'm gonna tell you like this. Do not rehash this beef. Do not, it's not beneficial to you in any way possible. You cannot rehash this beef. Because you rehash this beef, Drake gonna put out that three P and then it's gonna be over. Cause like I love to laugh at you because it's funny, but at this point, I, I'm feeling bad for you. Right. Like I just wanted to go away. Like your music, just make. I will say make some hot music. Everybody forget, but you can't do that because your music kind of shitty. Mm. And then when you think about it, he actually got beat by a young man that sings. <laughs> just hold on, we're going home. It's hard to do those things alone. How you get beat by somebody that's singing? <laughs> I got my eye on you. Yeah, everywhere that I be, I want your love and devotion endlessly. Cause you a good girl and you know it. How? That makes it worse. It really Drake, does. Drake is, Drake is one of the. How you get beat by the most emotional rapper in the game? <laughs> Take a shot for me. Oh, oh, oh. That's who you losing to, man. He losing to he losing to Pusha T, Jay-Z. You losing to oh my oh my god. Oh, I'm just so saying you can do better. That's who you're losing to? That's who you're losing to? We should play crickets. Because that's what it sounds like when he... <laughs> oh, my God. You're losing, you're losing to... Oh, my God. I better find your loving. I better find your heart. This man makes songs about strippers. Tricking. He said... I like Drake music, so that's why I know so much Drake music. I like Drake music. He said, but I don't know condone this. He said, when she go to the bathroom, I'm going through her purse. I don't trust these hoes at all. Mm. Drake has to be one of the most feminist rappers. Not feminist. Not feminist, but feminist. One of the most. <laughs> he has to be one of the most softest rappers. That's what, that's what makes it horrible, that you lost to the soft rapper. Like, I like Drake, but I have never listened to Drake. Like, damn, this nigga hard. But now that he uh, put that back the back out, 
your daddy wore too or your girls too or this ain't what he meant when she told you to open up more yeah trigger fingers turn to twitter fingers yeah you getting body by a singing nigga i ain't the type of nigga that the type of niggas it shot down my boss bitches wife and niggas like I... <sighs> that boy can rap <laughs> what the hell is you thinking what was he thinking what was he thinking lady godiva that's some shit you should have kept yourself right he went I ain't the type of nigga that a time my guy. He had some lines in that shit. <laughs> he said, make sure you hit him with the prenup. Then he predicted your relationship. He said, I don't want to hear about itself again. Not even when she tell you that the better is friends. And even when she tell him Drake to tell him again. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know the I bet he questioned her all night. You've been talking to him, you've been talking to us to him? You've been talking about our relationship to him? Why she say? Why he saying? Tell him again. <laughs> exactly. He said he didn't want to do it. Gave you every reason. I know when that hotline blink. Back in only me one thing. You, oh my god. <laughs> oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> I'm. It's like if you said me. Like if you'd have told me in 2014. That in 2015, Meek Mills was going to be on the decline. I would have sweared you up and down that people in the streets love Meek. Meek had that street image. So I guess that's what he's fighting for at this point because they love him so much in these streets. And now he's a clown. So he's trying to gain his dignity back. But it's just, it's, I, I like watching Masters of Sex. Masters of Sex is not, it's not, it's just this, um, it's this period piece from like the 40s. And it's about how, you know, and they was writing a book about sex. Mm-hmm. Trying to help people that had like they couldn't um orgasm and shit. Like it's if y'all watch the show, then y'all see it. It's a very interesting show. But in the show, not to spoil anything, it's in the show, this dude dad tells him that life is like boxing. Sometimes you gotta know when to stay down. You gotta know when you're beat. Meek, going back to the going back to the beginning, you gotta know when you're down. You gotta know when you're beat. Stay down on the mat. Don't be the dumbass that keep on getting up and taking this this punishment. Just lay low. Iggy Azalea took a whole year off. You didn't hear nothing from her in 2015 except when Erica Badu called her out and then, you know, Iggy got in her feelings. But now she's back for 2016 and she's ready. So maybe you need to take a break, man. Yeah. Just a little bit. Not to change the subject, but they're like two shout outs i want to give <laughs> okay so one um speaking of ti did you see the video of him at walmart um spending moolah on the single mothers yeah that oh man yo that was amazing yeah for christmas that was so nice that was really really sweet um coming from a single mother that's that's that feels really, really good. I'm happy you did that. And um, the other one was uh, Fetty Wap. Did you see that one where he bought his? Come my way. Got something I want to say. We're going to have more singing in 2016. <laughs> well, only you, not me. Yeah. So, no, you're going to be singing uh, too. No, I don't think so. First um, by saying this. Hey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh yeah, he bought his best friend, I think, 
um, a BMW? Did you see that? Yeah, Monty. You bought Monty a BMW? Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they, they said, they mentioned something about, you know, they were living out of his car, Monty's car a few years ago. And so that that's was a nice. That's what I'm talking about, man. Right. Help one another. Because a lot of people are so, I'm on, who cares if you're not on type feeling. And see him go back and help his friend is an amazing thing to see. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know what I noticed about his songs that a lot of people don't point out. What's that? Although I don't agree with the trap queen message, I just take it for what it is. He doesn't call girls bitches. Yeah, you know, I didn't really notice that. I just, uh, I didn't notice that. But now that you mention it, yeah, he doesn't. As a fellow man who don't call women bitches, I just know. I just, I, I guess I'm the only person that knows it because I'm gonna say it. Cause yeah, I know it's not like I respect that dude's music. Like I respect him and Ray Shrimmer. You know who Ray Shrimmer is? Um, I ain't got no type. Oh yeah. They 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 use the word. They I just gave a man props for not using the b word, and then I went straight to a group that has I ain't got no type. Bad b words is the only thing that I like, and I hate that. Li- I hate that hook because a bad b word is a type. Right. It's like saying. I don't like hot dogs than eating a hot dog. <laughs> like a bad B word is a type. It's a bad B word is a type. But anyway, those kids, you know the story of Ray Shrimmer? No, I um I don't think so. Go ahead. Well, Ray Shrimmer, they used to be homeless. Like those two kids used to be homeless. Oh, yes. Okay, you're gonna have to forgive me, right? Because I don't listen to the new school. Not really. I kind of only um, know, only only know no type and throw some more. I, I oh and and no flex zone. So I don't really listen to them, but I, I like their story. So I like to see them succeed. Yeah, no, I heard about that part that they were homeless. So yeah, they they okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. <laughs> well, they was homeless, right? Uh-huh. And then they was like throwing parties. In like abandoned buildings, I don't, I forget I forget right now they wasn't charging. It was like throwing parties in abandoned buildings and like sleeping in abandoned buildings. Like you know, they they threw parties in abandoned buildings and slept in the homes that wasn't done yet. Wow. So, they, so it's like I like to see people like that succeed because they don't have a a a negative message with their music. Like it's I don't I don't you know like you listen to some music you might not like it but I'm not going to criticize it because it's not doing anything to detrimental to the society that we live in. Right. Like like whipping nay nay that's the most dumbest song ever. <laughs> I love the no flex zone one. Yeah. That's because it's played over and over again on the radio but you know yeah. that's besides the point. No flex zone. No, they I thought Def Low and um Ray Sherman was the same people. We're gonna go on again to these highlights from the year 2015. We will see you guys in 2016 because we out. I have a story to tell you guys. So I had um of course a fourth grade teacher. I used to live in Jerusalem, that's where I'm originally from. And she yeah, I my name. 
Anyway. <laughs> hey, yo, 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 fuck you and fuck y'all. I'm saying, fuck all y'all, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, so, um, now I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Okay, so I, uh, she was more than a teacher to me. She was a mentor. She was actually one of those teachers that actually cared about her students and taught us more than just the curriculum. So, you know, as a child, we do things we don't even understand because we're children. <laughs> Until we're told that it's wrong, we, you know, we do it. But um, I decided, we follow each other on Facebook, sorry. So we follow each other on Facebook. And recently, more like last week, I um, sent her an inbox message on Facebook. <laughs> So have you ever had this memories or whatever of things that you've done and you just felt like you have to get it off your chest? Well, this was it for me, except I was in the fourth grade. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and read you the message that I sent to her and you guys could, you know, laugh, whatever. So here it goes. I said, good evening. How are you? Great, I hope. I miss you a lot. Okay, this is going to be the weirdest message you get from me, lol. I have vivid memories of two things I did in your class that I want to apologize for. One, I had an accident on myself and I knocked down a can of soda to cover it. I was embarrassed. Two, I recall playing one of our spelling bee games. I intended in parentheses, I don't know why, uh, to take two gel pens from one of the classmates, I don't remember his name, when he couldn't find them, I immediately got scared and pretended I found them for him. I gave them back to him. <laughs> so I said, I'm sorry that I did those things. Okay, that's off my chest, off of my chest. I hope you don't look at me differently for that. Um, anyways, did I tell you that I really miss you? <laughs> um, luckily for me, she, I nah, guess. No, nah, no, nah, nah. hold on, hold on. No. Why your little thieving ass ain't in jail? A little thieving <laughs> ass, stealing still still jail pins. What? I thought I knew you. 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 I thought we were thick as thieves. What you got here? Still in But you know what's funny? After that, I did not ever, like, I would never touch anybody's stuff again. Like, <laughs> I was so scared when he was looking for it. And I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I didn't know how to cuss then, but, like, right now I'm just, you know, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> He gonna catch my ass. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Godiva is a thief. I did not know this. I I am flabbergasted because she he texts me telling me that she sent that to her teacher, and it was like twelve at night. So I'm looking at my phone like, am I asleep? Like, <laughs> like is like is like is Lady Godiva okay? Like what? Like what? Like what? Am I really awake? Cause I, cause I normally fall asleep and wake back up in the middle of the night. Like I normally, I, I black out sleep. I don't know. I, I don't drink or nothing. I don't know why I do it. I don't know why it happens. But I was like, I, I gotta be, I gotta be seeing and reading this wrong. 
you know, I really, after, you know, I sent it to you and you made fun of me, I really thought like, wow, that really sounds like somebody that would be drunk and sent that. I, <laughs> I knew you weren't drunk because you don't drink, but I'm like, what is going on? She said, I, I had an accident on myself. I I had an accident on myself and I, I said it was great soda. Wait, I'm like, what? Oh my God. I, okay, look, I look up to her. I really do, no matter what. She, she means a lot to me. And so that's why I felt like I had to get it off of my chest. It was, it was haunting me. Okay. <laughs> it was haunting you. It was haunting you. You're ass. I stole those jail pins. I hope you're listening. You thought it was like, I remember you. You told me you found those. You helped me find them. He probably not. Did he give you one after you helped him find it? No. Oh, he. And I remember it. I remember it so well. They were actually really cool gel pens. They were like, they were sensitive. Like when you touch it, I it changed colors too. Like that was the cool part about it. But yeah, yeah anyways. I see why you stole them now, because those, those sound fans there. I was so embarrassed, but it was like, I don't know. I just had to tell her. Like, I felt, I felt like I want to be free. <laughs> so do you want to get, you want me to read the response or not? Oh, oh yeah. Then, then, then Kadir had this, like, this moment of, like, buyer's remorse. Like, when you know, you send something, you're like, man, I should not have sent that. Because her teacher looked at it, and then she didn't, like, respond for, like, two days. And Lady Godiva was like, oh, my God, maybe I should not have sent it. Oh, God, she probably think I would. She was, like, feeling all nervous about it. It was actually four days. <laughs> oh, four. Ooh. Ooh. Encourage you. Yo, yo. You hit, her with that, you hit her with that baby you up, and she, was, she just looked like, oh. Mm. It was like it was like um waiting for your crush's text, you know, kind of thing. And I was just like, Why? love, and then they like, oh, okay. I was mm. like, she's not, she's never gonna speak to me again. I'm surprised she didn't unfriend me. I was <laughs> like, I was like, what's going on? Like, why is she is she speechless? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but she understands, well, she overstands me. Um, because she was actually, her response actually shocked me. <laughs> Read it. So she basically said, no worries about the kids stuff you shared. All children do things they regret when they become adults. I loved you then and love you now, just like you are in all caps and unconditionally. So oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that lovely bung I got going right there. I love me so much, Patty. I don't know if not already said this, but if I said it once, I say it again. The quote Tupac, we got money for wars, we can't feed the poor. It's saying it ain't no hope for the youth. Well, the truth is, it ain't no hope for the future. The future. I wonder why we crazy. Oh, Big old crusty Hogan made a sex tape. And in this <laughs> sex tape, towards the end, is some pillow talk. And I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Personally, if I'm having sex, the last thing will be on my nine is my daughter. And then the next thing would be some racist shit because I'm not racist. But in this pillow talk, Hulk Hogan says, and I hope everybody's sitting down, I hope Brooke's not fucking that nigger. Mm. Pardon my French. And then he goes on to say, 
if she got to fuck a nigger, I'd rather she fuck a eight foot seven nigger. I don't know what this is like. I never met somebody that's eight foot seven anyway with an NBA contract, so he can be making a hundred and a hundred million dollars. First of all, Hogan. First of all, Hulk Hogan. If you eight foot seven, I wouldn't want that person near my daughter because she's fucking some shit up. Secondly, if you eight foot seven, you could barely walk, so you can't play basketball because the tallest person is seven eight, and he has knee problems out the ass. And thirdly. You just got done having sex, and the first thought is your daughter, dude. That's pretty creepy. Like that's yeah. like that's pretty fuck. That's pr- that on the level of creepy. That jumps everything else. You are having sex, and you're thinking, bruh, do you not want this this n word to have sex with your daughter because you're thinking about having sex with your daughter? Like, is that's what's going on here, bruh? It ma- it makes a person think, like, yeah, what's going on in that head? Exactly. And then here's the thing. He comes out a couple of days ago and he's crying. He's like, I want to apologize for the words I said. So Hulk Hogan, this is what I got to say to your apology. Fuck you and fuck whoever loves you and fuck everybody on Facebook that keep on making a excuse for these fucking racist bigots in America. I am sick of defending this bullshit. If you, I, I know a lot of white people that call each other the N-word, but you know what they do? They don't say that shit to me. They're calling each other that. What you used was you called him a nigger. And we all know it's a difference between in I can't even get the words out. ER and GA. We all know it's a difference. So don't play this bullshit that you can you can understand that if you don't listen to Nirvana, you shouldn't wear the Nirvana shirt. But when it comes to nigger and nigger, everybody seemed to go dumb. Like this is just something that, oh. I can't fully grasp my mind around how black people can say it and I can't say it because we don't want you to fucking say it to us. How about that? Like, I'm not about to sit here and explain to a grown-ass man that you've been called somebody nigger and then he just doesn't get it. He's on Facebook. Yeah. He's on Facebook and Twitter resharing things that people are saying by white people. White people are supporting you, you dumb fuck. Black people don't want nothing to do with your dumb ass. Like, you meant that shit from the core of your body that a black man can not only date your daughter, but you don't want him fucking her. You don't even want him around. And then the funny thing about the whole thing, want to hear the funny thing about this? Yes, go ahead, please. <laughs> the dude's father, the, the black nigga that you don't want dating your daughter, fucking your daughter or whatever, he was a billionaire that just wanted to help Brooke Hogan's horrible ass career singing career because she's a she's a musician or some bullshit and he was just trying to help her with that that's all he was trying to do wow oh, wow, wow. <laughs> and keep it, and to keep going with this i'm gonna break it down for you if you want to use the word nigga use it but when push comes to shove, you better not say that shit in the most heated moments because i know there's a lot of things about people if i'm mad at somebody and I'm really mad, and we cool, I'm not going to call you a motherfucker when we arguing. But I call you a motherfucker when I'm joking, like, hey, what's up, motherfucker? But if we're arguing, I'm not going to be like, motherfucker, I'll beat your ass unless I'm really ready to fight you. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing with nigga. If you call me a nigga, first of all, don't call me that shit. I don't care you black or white. I don't like that word. I don't like that word. I'm not a nigga. So if you want to say that shit, you know, not, you know when not to say your damn word. Just like people call women B-words. I don't call women B-words. But you know when the time and the place to when to say a word. So stop supporting Hulk Hogan and Paula Dean, yo ass too. Because you're, no, 
No. I don't care how much apologizing you do. You, you nah, bruh. I don't care. You, your you, know, you look great, but fuck you. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because I think also these older celebrities, if you want to call them that, um, feel that they're losing their limelight, I guess, and have to do something bizarre, you know, to kind of like make themselves relevant again in a, in a way. They better find something else because this ain't the one. Hulk Hogan Hogan got fired from WWE and not only did he get fired, they erased his history. He doesn't even freaking exist. You don't even exist to this company anymore. So I hope it was worth it. I hope hope you're getting getting your your racist rocks off. I hope it was worth it for you, man. Right, right. That is just ruin my fucking childhood. I'm heated. He ruined my fucking childhood. Wrap that shit up. Get tested. Get tested at all. Don't chill out. Don't don't listen to her. Y'all have y'all fun. Don't listen to her. Y'all have y'all fun. Let's go be me with Janelle Jacob. No, no, we don't been over this. We don't been over this. You're not corrupting my homies. You can corrupt. You can corrupt Princess Janelle. Janelle, my princess, and all. You can corrupt her. She can have sex ever. No, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. They're gonna be watching every video about STDs. They're gonna be watching the birthing, how a woman gives birth, and I'm gonna sit right there with them. (laughs) I'm not letting you let Jacob. I'm talking to Jacob about this. Me and Jacob gonna have a long discussion. And then you're not going to be a part of this because you're a woman. You women folk be trying to... You, my mom once told me that if I watched the porno, then my dick would fall off. <laughs> so know, I'm not Lenny. Then, then she told me if I, look at, if I look at a naked woman too long, that I'm going to go blind. So I'm not letting you... Ch- you women folk... You women folk <laughs> would not be... Your women folk would not be messing up my homie's mind. You know, my grandmother scarred me for life when I, well, not for life, obviously, but she <laughs> was like, when I was younger, she was like, if you look at a boy, you're thinking, are we going to sew it? We're going to sew it all the way up. Oh, <laughs> Grandma, no. I was having nightmares. I was like, how he? <laughs> Grandma, no, bro. That's your, I'm buying Janelle Chastity belt. <laughs> iron pad, the iron pad, no man getting through edition. Three last, three pad locks. I'm scaring off all boyfriends. They can come to the door. Hey, I'm here to take Janelle on a date. Well, you taking her too. You taking on a date. You you ain't taking nobody. We mean you going on a date. <laughs> oh man, like bad boys. <laughs> you thirty. <laughs> you ever you ever had sex with a man? No. <laughs> You want to? <laughs> Come to the door with a shotgun in my hand. What's up, bro? What you, who else? Who you looking for? You looking for Jacob? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It is such a scary thought. I'm not even playing. Like, people already wishing and, and speaking into the universe. Like, you know, you're going to be an early grandma and stuff yeah. like that because my children, because my son is handsome and my daughter's pretty. Really? Why would you guys that on me? That's what kind of sick stuff is people out here doing? Right. What? I, 
That's not cute. I, I'm offended. My joke. My I, I I hope Janelle get married to a nice young man. Well, I hope. She but <laughs> I'm not out here hoping that she get knocked up and grandparents at 35. Like, chill out, bro. What kind of sick world yeah. we living in? Because your yeah. your son's ha- so because your son's handsome to me. He'll be out here living that childish scene, like just sticking and digging everything, getting pregnant. Oh God, no. <laughs> Jacob would not be sticking his Peter Weeder in everything that moves. It was like, they were like, um, what did they say? One one person asked me if he was 16 and he got a, you know, brought a girl home pregnant, what would you do? And why I was... Why are you playing these games? Right. I said, I rebuke you. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are, we, why are we playing these games? Why, why, why are we playing? First of all, Jacob ain't bringing a 16-year-old home pregnant. Oh God, no, please no. Good Lord. Good Lord. Why they playing these why they gotta play these games? Why are we playing these games? Why we why why? Why why this game gotta be played? I know. Why can't why can't be sixteen he bring home awards? You gotta be sixteen and pregnant for this ain't MTV. I would right. die if I'm pregnant at sixteen. I'm kill myself. I'm kill myself. I like too much. I'm kill myself. <laughs> Not the chair. <laughs> but seriously, I, oh no, this ain't no, this ain't no MTV show, no. You we going crazy. We going no, bro. I'll be speaking in all kinds of languages. They be like, your mom's too psycho. I'm out. <laughs> exactly. Ain't no, this, nah, bro. Don't don't even put that in the universe. We we taking that out there. We snatching it out the universe. Well, I'm not even gonna buy a basement. <laughs> Oh, I mean, God. I mean, buy a house with a basement in it. I'm not getting that. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh God, yeah, no, no. Well, the story is wear a freaking condom. They didn't hear you. Can you say it again? <laughs> wear a condom. I mean, somebody oh. told me, oh, you should wear two. Don't wear two. Don't wear two. <laughs> that's stupid. I never, I never tried that. I never tried two condoms. By the way. I got to start the disclaimer. I, the the simple fact that somebody said that was like, I was like, oh, that sounds stupid. I'm not gonna try that. I didn't. I never tried that. So don't try to. Just just wear a condom. And then his, his artists on there trying to sell race trainers. Like, bro, nobody ain't trying to buy those. I hate those people. Ain't nobody trying to buy that. Right. Get out of here. Get your get your real business. I got me a business. What you do? I sell race trainers. You girl. So you know how you want to try to get people to do what you want? Um, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, so subconsciously, you have to you have to get them subconsciously. And the way to do that is to start them off, you know, young and build your way up. So <laughs> I have a theory that I just realized it came to me. It's so weird, but. Hear me out. So the Smarties, you remember the Smarties? Yes. They look like little pills, right? So they were preparing our ass to get hooked on pills. Shut the fuck up, please. I'm not done. Hold on. You know the um the cigarette gums? The gum that was like in the cigarette wrap? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah that's another thing. 
They're subconsciously telling us we need to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> why was that a why was that even a thing? I have no idea. We it was society a to be, we was, society was encouraging smoking and like nobody gave a fuck. Right. And we then uh Yo, I used to be because you can actually smoke those. Well, well, you don't light them up, but if you blow, like you can actually blow through the bubble gum and and smoke it come out. Like it was dust, but we know it's dust. But like, yo, see, you agree with me? Like, I see. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. They was preparing us for some shit. They was setting us up. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if like anti-smoking campaigns was ran by smoking companies. Because a lot of people, because a lot of people that smoke, they say they're watching those campaigns and make them want to go smoke a cigarette. I don't know why. Because that lady with no throat make me fucking want to throw up and pray for her and feel sad for her. I I, I want to go around smacking cigarettes out of people's hands. You want to get into Ben Carson? You, you, I'm always ready for Ben Carson, baby. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. So, my favorite part of the podcast talking about politics We're not really talking about politics just talking shit about these stupid ass politicians so <laughs> ben carlson he's been telling everybody that he got into west point they accepted him and all this other stuff and he didn't go blah 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 come to find out west point never offered him anything oh why is ben carlson always out here lying like, why the fuck you lying? Why you lying? Oh, my God. Ben Carson be lying. But seriously, like, Ben Carson always, man, you can, we can both be looking at the sky. And I could be like, man, the sky is really blue today. Ben Carson actually will probably sit there and convince you that the sky is green. And try so hard to convince you. Like, I'm still stuck on the fact that you was at a Popeye's chicken. Or churches, man. Churches. You was at a church. That's a new blacker. You was at a church's chicken. <laughs> Do you out here eat ass? Oh my god. Christopher Columbus Club. Oh my god. I guess since we talk about it, fuck it. So Trick Daddy was on the Breakfast Club and he was and um, you know, Trick Daddy, he um he's part of the eat a booty game. I don't know why. <laughs> And this motherfucker gonna go, I had to retire from Eat a Booty Game because I seen this video on Facebook. Now, I, I've been on Facebook a lot of times, and I have never seen no video like this, but I guess Trick that you got this exclusive freaky dicky Facebook. So he goes on there, and he says that the video starts off with this dreadhead. He say he come in, and dreadhead um, takes his jury off. And he said it's a big, he says a big boy in there. He said he's like 400 pounds. He said, I'm like, what's going on in this video? He's about to rob him. And he says, the dreadhead, he takes off the jury, he puts down his gun, and he 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 swings his hair. You know, like when you're getting out the water, them dreadheads, they swing their hair. He, yep. said, he said he swung his hair and then he put it into a ponytail, caught it and put it into a ponytail. And then he started, he said, I'm not going to use the words he used. I'm going to paraphrase because I'm not calling nobody that. He said he started eating the big one booty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he said I had to retire. He said the eat a booty gang is retired. He said I just retired it. Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy is funny as shit. Oh my God. Like 
the Breakfast Club interview with Trick Daddy is like the most replayable episode in the history of life. He was like, man, I, I can't eat nobody's ass after seeing that. You shouldn't be eating nobody's ass, period, bruh. Big Boy said, I'm colder than the polar bear's toenails. All hell, there he go again, talking that shit, bend corners like I was a curve. I struck a nerve, and now you about to hit a southern player serve. I heard it's not where you from, but where you pay rent. Then I heard it's not how much you make, but how much you spend. You got me bit like elbows. And you know, I think a better term is it to teach them how to defend themselves, not to teach them how to fight. No, nah, teach them how to fight. Teach them how to scrap. They need not to throw down. They need to know how to put them up. What 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 the children say now? They know they need not to shoot the fair one. Give me my. They need not to give me my one. Like the children say, we gonna squirt in. Wait, let's go back to shoot the what? <laughs> I, I didn't know that term either. They, it's called shoot the one. It mean it means it mean fight. Man, I feel old. You want to talk about the um Zola story stripper? Yo. <laughs> Zola, bruh. Miss Hooters. She had me. She had I don't know or not you got somebody to make the movie, but we would love to direct. Zola, listen, we ain't got the budget that all these other movies are talking about, but this don't even need a budget. We can let us let us do it. Yes. Hollywood. <laughs> Whew. What's your favorite? First of all, for people that don't know, tell them the base, just basically tell them the premise of the whole story. Okay, so basically, she went on Twitter, um, and she was telling her her experience, her lovely road trip experience with a girl uh, she barely knew, another stripper. Stripper, mm. <laughs> yeah. She's going on trips, what the hell going on? Strippers going on trips. How you doing? United through script. My favorite part is when she was like. She's like, she came in and she had like this big black dude with her. And she was like, oh, that's my sugar daddy. And she was like, me and her was just, we was, we was, we was connecting on our hoisms. I was like, oh my God, this shit is just so funny. Like it started off crazy. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, what is, what is your favorite part of the whole story? Like I have a favorite part, but what is your favorite part? Oh my goodness. I can't even think about it because the whole thing is so good. It had me, it's such a long story but like you know tweets only give you what 140 characters or whatever yeah, but she characters. went she went ham she went all the way she went on and on but i read the whole damn thing <laughs> but um it was funny how she was express her expressions that was my favorite part like you could actually hear it through the words as you're reading it <laughs> yo yo my favorite part is when um it, okay if you haven't read the story, pause the podcast and go listen to it or read it or whatever. People are actually turning into like somebody has like actually basically turned into an audio audio book that you can listen to on YouTube. And it's like a it's like 30 minutes long. So go listen to that or read it. Or you can read it or not. Cause we're about to spoil this shit. Cause it's been like three weeks. We've been waiting. My Wait, favorite part. Uh-huh. Oh, go, go, my bad. What you were saying? Sorry, real quick. So this person made a, made an audio. Are they paying her? <laughs> they need to be because they are just going to audio somebody else's book. It's on YouTube. So I guess I don't know whether or not this person getting paid. But I'm like, how are you going to audio somebody else's shit? Right. <laughs> so my Go favorite ahead, I'm part sorry. Is, my favorite part is when she, they hoeing, right? She hoeing. The, the white girl in the book, the white girl in the story, 
she she turns out to be a hoe, like an actual hoe, not like the slang term hoe, like open your legs and people pay to get inside of what's between those legs type of hoe. And she takes her boyfriend on the trip while she hoeing. Like, how you hoeing with your boyfriend? With your boyfriend there. That's the most disrespectful shit ever. You hoeing with your boyfriend there. Like, like, what kind of disrespect? That's some disrespectful shit. And then you out, you hoeing and the girl Zola, whatever, Zoe, whatever her name is. Zola. Zola. She sets up the opportunity for you to make, first of all, you out here hoeing for like $100 with like $100. Yep. <laughs> I don't know much about the pimp game, but as she says, pussy is worth more than that. What did you say something about pussy? Yep. Pussy <laughs> worth more than that. How you out here hoeing for a hundred dollars? What the fuck? You go what she say? You go hold, you go hold right, girl. She right. Don't, she picked her out real good. <laughs> she put girl on the back pages of like, I guess, I don't know the hell the back pages. I guess that's where people go pick up scrippers and hoes. You know, put her on the back page making 500. So they made, what they made, like 5,000 at night? Yep. So you made 5,000 at night secretly because her, her pimp Z didn't know. So when Z comes and he's like, so how much you made tonight? This dumb motherfucker gonna go $5,000. The, 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 my favorite part was she go why she gotta tell the truth for what she why she gotta tell the truth it was like only see like three we only sent three dudes up here why you didn't say three hundred dollars then y'all could have had y'all little money and been chilling yo dumb ass I, I made five thousand he was like how the hell you made five thousand dollars only had three dudes sitting up here and then she like then she spurred the snitching Zola, Zola set it up for me what the fuck? You don't right. even know the dike right, man. <laughs> you don't even know the dike right. You out here diking, telling on people. Yep, oh, and man. the white girl's name is Jessica. Yeah, so. Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. Jessica, dumb as shit. And then Jared, man, I'm going to tell you right now. But I'm not even going to blame Jared because Jared did not know this shit was going to happen because Jared is just an innocent little white boy. <laughs> innocent little white boy dating this little white girl. And he think it's just innocent too. He at the hotel. They first of all, you hoeing in the fancy hotels. How the f- what the fuck? I don't know nothing about pimping, but I imagine that you wouldn't be hoeing at the, the nice hotels. What kind of <laughs> shit? So you just in these nice satin sheets hoeing, and Zola and Zola just watching, just chilling. It's like yeah, it's all oh, good. I'm going to read one part, okay? Because it's funny. So she's like, so Jess is like, yeah, I need the trap. But Jared is at at the room and he goes, I wasn't putting y'all in the shithole that was for him, not y'all. I'm still quiet. We pull up to a nice hotel on the other side of town and he goes, I'll get the clients together and text y'all off this. He handed her a trap phone, so I am mind blown at this point. So then we get to the room, nice as fuck. Just me and Jess, and I started going off. Bitch, you got me fucked up. I'm not about to play with you, hoe. I'm going home. 
So she starts crying and she's she's like, I don't want to take this trip alone. I didn't want to take this trip alone. Please don't leave me. I would be so scared alone. She's fucking sobbing. I'm like, oh my gosh. Really? <laughs> now I'm feeling bad for the hoe. <laughs> Yo, maybe you should do the audio book because I'm sitting here like fascinated like I haven't heard it before. Oh my God, bruh. <laughs> The fuck the way she wrote this, like I hate books where they try to be too deep. She was perfect. Like she laid it out, like we in Florida. This dumb, this dumb chick that got me to Florida. I'm thinking we scripting. I done made my 800 at the club. I'm ready to go home. It wasn't even a new what it wasn't even a it wasn't even a fully nude type of club because I'm a fully nude type bitch. That's her words. She'll full fully nude type bitch. So she gonna tell the girl, mind you. Y'all got in the car. She's talking, talking about how much y'all made. Why, why the fuck you care? Right. My scripting is my scripting. Then he goes, shit, my girl. Mine's OZ also has a girl. And she and she scripts too. She scripts too. A fiance. A fiance. He got a fiance and she a scripter too. <laughs> you done got this girl on the, you done got this girl to Florida on some false pretense shit. And then Jared finds the fuck out. My bad. Jerry finds out in the way of saying, are you out there trapping again? Again? <laughs> again. She out here throwing this pussy at the highest bidder and your dumb ass out here talking about some, you out here trapping again? What he said? I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> he said, I'm going to kill myself. I love you too much. <laughs> I love you too much. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> you out here trapping again. Oh my god. Oh, oh, I want to read this one part right here. It's funny, right? She was like, I said, Jared, calm down, please. This white bleep starts punching himself like crazy people do, dog. I was like, oh hell no. (laughs) Jared is the fucking hero of the stuff. My God, Jerry is the funniest motherfucker. Then he goes, <laughs> man, I hope y'all read this story because trust me, what I'm about to say gonna fucking blow your mind. Jerry just so fucking pissed off that she just out here hoeing again. Because first of all, he finds out she trapping the first night. And then she's <laughs> trapping again the second night. This nigga go and post it on Facebook. Oh, he man. goes and posts the whole thing on fake the whole back page ad because she said because mind you they arguing he like I'm gonna kill myself I'm kill myself I love you too much I'm kill myself and so <laughs> he started punching himself and shit so he goes so Zola goes she's just the boss of this shit she goes y'all playing too much it's it's already getting dark it, y'all playing too much nighttime coming come on we need to take these pictures so she's just gonna like disrespect this man in the middle of the argument and take her pictures for her trapping. Oh my god. So he goes, <laughs> mind you, how did he find so he takes the phone and posts the pictures and the ad on Facebook? Mm-hmm. For our family Everybody. to see. For her family to see. Right. For Jessica's family to see. And then that's not even the craziest part. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> about the tip. I can read this part right here. I can't get over this. Yeah, read it, read it, read it, read it. <laughs> Okay, so Z's fiance, right? This is how she says it. She's like, his fiance unbuckled his pants and just gets on her knees and starts sucking his dick in front of Jared. And I was like, yo! (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, he told Jared after because this this happens after Jared um posts on Facebook. So he tells Jared to sit down in front of him. I'm like, yep. no. He said, I got to take this man's. I got to take his manhood. And then his fiance pull takes off Z's belt. And I'm like, oh my god, please don't fuck my, Please don't fuck this dude. Please don't fuck this dude. Please. I'm like, please don't fuck this. I really stopped reading the story. Like I'm watching a movie and I don't pause the movie. I'm like, please don't let this dude get fucked. Please don't let this man make this other man suck his dick. Please. Please. I'm like begging with the guy. I'm like begging to the universe. Please don't let this man suck this other man dick. Please. But Lord have mercy. I mean, if you want to do it, that's cool. I, I that's cool. Hey, gay marriage and all. But um Bruh, don't force no man to suck your dick. And then he like, he fucked it. Oh my god, he fucked. Then, then he goes and fuck Jessica. I'm like, this sh- this nigga really gonna kill himself now. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'm, gonna kill, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I love you. I'm gonna kill myself. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. There's more to it too. She's like, um, their heart, pump, heart pumps Kool Aid. It really jumps. It really pumps Kool Aid. <laughs> oh my goodness! So Z gives. Oh, they go to meet up with a client, right? That said two thousand dollars for one or four guys, something like that. I can't remember. I got. But- I got. So basically, after he done fucked Jared all up in the head. He makes Jared go do the out calls. He makes Jared drive her to the people's house. So now Jared is just the driver of his girlfriend and just got fucked by the pimp. It's been getting fucked all the while they've been in Florida. Now Jared out there trapping. He done gave Zola a gun at this point. So they just in the car while she going there and fuck people. So they get another call and it's like, he's like, we need two girls. It's four dudes. It's like $2,000. So she calls Z and was like, well, this dude want us to do it, but he want two girls. And she I bet she basically like, I ain't doing that shit. He go, well, well, take her. Take her. You and Jared, take her. So <laughs> you take her. What you got the you got the tweet lined up, or do you want me to just tell them? Yeah, this part is funny. <laughs> oh, so she's like, she runs out, right? Or the two she says, and two big black dudes snatched Jess. Bitch, I ran so goddamn fast, I couldn't even see straight. I was out. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I run, I run out and the car is gone. I'm screaming, Jared, Jared, this fool gone. So I call him, still running. And he like, y'all done? <laughs> and she said, I said, bitch, Z told you to never leave us. Where are you? He's like, I'm at the gas station. I was thirsty. I thought she's gonna be a minute. <laughs> she, said, she said, I'm still running. Don't know where I'm going. I'm like, they snatched her, dude. Come get me. I'm calling the police. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, Bruh. She said, I'm, I'm just running. I can't even see scrunches. Oh my god. <laughs> so said, they I thought she's gonna be a minute. <laughs> This nigga Jared, Jared got thirsty. I guess all that, all that. I love how Jared is just like he's just like just calm, one, suicidal the next, and just like I was at the stove. I'm just at the stove, chilling. Y'all out here fucking. You out here fucking everybody, but I'm chilling. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Go and go and tell that because they 
fuck it. Y'all know. Go and tell them what happens once they call Z. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so Z was like, I'm going to take care of it. He gets there. You know, he's looking at them like, you fools. He, he's like, I'm going to go take care of it. And so she's like, oh, shit, I'm going to leave too. <laughs> so um, she goes, I'm trying to find it one second. She, oh, she goes, Jess runs towards the balcony, and this Jarrett was hanging. He didn't fall all the way. He was stuck by his pants, thank God. <laughs> no, you skipped, no, you skipped over. You skipped over the part where... Oh. Where, like, when Jessica gets grabbed. Oh, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Y'all, I can't even, I, at this point, I was going to, like, quote some more outcasts, but I don't, I'm laughing so hard at this, I can't even think straight anymore. <laughs> okay, so where's this? Me and Jared on the side of the hall. So Z pulls up and is like, it's this one, right? So, Z pulls up and is like, let's go. I said, um, I'm going to stay here. Y'all go. He goes, I'm not in the mood, all right? Come on. G come the fuck on. So we all go. <laughs> Me and Jared <laughs> on the side of the hall where you can't see. And Z knocks on the door. A man goes, who is it? Z goes, where my bitch at, man? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica screams. And the voice says, ain't no bitch here, bruh. I was like, oh, my God. Z goes, open the door. Guess who opens the door? This with dreads that Jarrett was smoking with at the rundown motel. I was like, yo. Aunt <laughs> <laughs> Lil's are just amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, man? They just... They're wilding out over there. <laughs> bro, they get down in Florida. Man, when Gunplay was talking about pimping women in Florida, bruh. Whew. That was not, that wasn't even, the ending was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she already told y'all that basically they go back, they get, they find Jessica in like the closet and they go back to, um, what like, what was it? They went back to like what was it, Chicago or some shit? Yeah, mm -hmm. Detroit, Detroit, Deton is cold and deep. But yeah, before they leave, Jessica basically got to stay in Florida because he ain't done, she ain't done trapping her rent. <laughs> so this one, Jerry pulls out the hole when she that, she basically says, "This nigga start hitting himself again and shit." That's what she <laughs> said. And then she say. He's like, no, I'm just, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna kill myself. I, I love you too much. I'm gonna kill myself. So then they leave it and he like get in the car. I ain't got time for this. Basically, but then got them tickets out of town. Cause mind you, Z, oh Z killed the dreadhead. Z killed the dreadhead. Yep. <laughs> dreadhead. dreadhead just dead. Cause he said, basically, I asked him what my bitch. He didn't tell me what my bitch was. I found my bitch and I killed her. Basically. <laughs> so the dreadhead just dead because he said because the dreadhead also was a pimp in the area. Thompson, y'all taking out our clients. So since you want to be down with us, she gonna be down with us. She Thompson, I can just imagine Jessica in the car. I they wanted me to try for them, and I said I'm not gonna try out for them. So yeah, <laughs> I just blacked out. He just beat me till I blacked out. Like bro, like oh my god. So yeah, Jared just basically he like what what. She lost in the game. She lost in the sauce, and he lost in the game or some shit. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> oh my god! So basically, 
Jared, Jared, as they're about to leave, Jared just goes and he just jumps off the balcony because he told us, I'm going to kill myself. Fuck it, I'm going to kill myself. He jumps off the balcony, but as he jumps, his fool gets stuck. Get stuck on the balcony. So he just hanging. <laughs> What's he say? He's like, I swear to God, he jumped Bible. Like he just he just hanging on the balcony. Now this dumbass, mind you, this Z dude, he lives in like a nice upscale apartment or nice lo- lo- condo. Mind you, him and his wife like counting money and shit. And this dumbass done jumped off the balcony and just hanging. <laughs> just all kind of stupid shit. Oh wait, wait, wait! This one part is funny too. She um, so Jessica's talking to Zola, right? And she's like, "I swear I didn't set you up, Zola. I never intended for you to trap. That's why you didn't. I hope we can be friends after." <laughs> and she, Zola said, "I looked at her like she wasn't speaking English, and I said, I'm not gonna beat your ass because you already in bad shape. But I better not." ever see you or hear from you again and she walked away z literally buckled jared's seatbelt. <laughs> bruh can you imagine being so fucked up that a grown man had to buckle your seatbelt? Uh, oh yeah she said bear with me it's almost over <laughs> yeah don't go just read out the whole end for him the whole end because okay. it's, it's beautiful Okay, so she goes, when we landed in Detroit, my man picked us up. We both look horrible, so washed up and tired. My man was like, who is this white boy? What's, y'all, what's wrong with y'all? I said, babe, neither of us are the same. Just take him to his car and take me home. We dropped Jared off, and on the way home, I told him everything. He couldn't even speak honestly. Check, check this out. This the last four tweets. I get a collect call four days later from a jail in Las Vegas. It's Jessica. She goes, we got caught trapping in Vegas and we all got arrested. I said, oh, why are you calling me? She goes, Z was wanted for kidnapping 15 underage girls and is linked to six murders, including Florida. I said, Florida, murder? You have the wrong number. She screams, ask Jared to bail me out. He won't answer my collect call. (laughs) I said, Jared, you really have the wrong number. And I hung up and called Jared. He goes, yeah, I heard it's on the news. He's a huge trafficker. I found out later that Jessica and his fiance played victim and said they were forced. And Z, whose name I can't pronounce, was African man and was wanted literally everywhere. He got sentenced to life. And I hear Jess is back in Detroit with her mom and baby. And that's the end of that. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> got Bruh. me losing my voice again. <laughs> I, got like a, I got like something to add to this that you don't even know because I was looking at her, um, her Twitter as you was telling the story. Okay. <sighs> Zola is not the first person that Jessica has set up to do this. A, a couple more scrippers have came out that said that um, Jessica had actually been doing this, trying to get people to trap with her. Wow! Mind yeah. you, they met at they met at Hooters. At because, Hooters, man. yeah, because um, Zola was their waitress. <laughs> right. Man, how you just gonna go somewhere to Florida with somebody you don't even know? Like, right. come on, good luck. I, real quick, before we transition to the next one, I have to say this part real quick, okay? In the beginning, when she was talking about when she met them, <laughs> yeah. and she goes, okay, where is it at? Um, 
let's see. Oh, okay. So she goes, so we vibing over our hoism or whatever, and we exchange numbers. And we like, next time you dance, hit me up. I'm going to come dance with you. And they leave. So the next day, I get a text like, bitch, let's go to Florida. And I'm like, huh? She's like, I'm going to dance in Florida. Let's go. Now I'm skeptical, like, damn, bitch, we just met and already taking whole trips together. But I had went to Florida two months prior <laughs> and made 15000 So low-key, I was down. So I was like, okay, I'll go. Who's all going? And we leaving. And when we, when we leaving, all this bitch said, be ready by 8. <laughs> oh, God. This story, too. And then, of course, Jessica done came out and said it wasn't true. Like, like, wow. Like, I'm not shocked that you would not be like, nah, I was not trapping, getting fucked every night, and it's stupid. <laughs> like, of course you're going to say it's not true. Like, we're not shocked. But you know what? Zola just put her, her business out just like Jared did. So it was no different. <laughs> Basically, like, but Zola, Zola just come out as a person that got tricked into going to Florida. Jared? Bruh, <clears throat> now everybody know you just lost in the sauce, bruh. Lost right. in the sauce. Raven Simone. Oh, what? God. That, that whoo. Lord of mercy. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I everybody is dogging her right now. And I feel bad because I used to watch her shows, you know? Like, she you know. breaking her hearts. Yeah, I think I'm convinced she's on something. I am convinced. I there's no way you can't. There is so, either somebody's got something on her or she's she's on something because she mm, she's read. not making sense. Can I? Can, I'm gonna read this article. Right, this happened last week on the View, and the show's co-host discussed the subject prompt: Are you judged by your name? The conversation quickly turned into whether or not the hosts judge other people based on their names. Simone voiced the controversial opinion that she would make the decision not to hire someone based solely on their name, like Raven Simone. Anyways, she, um, when another panelist said this could be considered racist, Simone said, can we take back racist and use the word discriminatory? Because I think, quote unquote, that that's a much better word. I'm very discriminatory against the words like the ones they were saying in those names. Oh, as if other people's names, the ones they carry with them through life are a source of humor to her. I'm not going to hire you if your name is Watermelon Andrea. It's just not going to happen. I'm just not giving going to hire you. The discussion appeared to make Whoopi Goldberg visibly upset. And the other panelists tried to reason with Simone. I'm not about to hire you if your name is Watermelon Andrea. This is discriminatory because I think that's a better word. <laughs> yes, it is a much better that's word. That's a better word. And I am very discriminatory against words like the ones that they were saying in those names. I'm not about to hire you if your name is Watermelon Andrea. This is not going to happen. I'm not going to hire you. Not well, that's not your that's King not their fault. <laughs> I would be such a beautiful King Kong cliche, by the way. If you got Whoopi Goldberg upset. <laughs> but Whoopi Goldberg is a fucking saint. Because, <laughs> oh my God, first of all. 
Raven Simone needs to respect the first of all, you got first of all, you deserve to get punched for even saying this in front of a woman that's named Whoopi Goldberg. If that's not the most ethnic name or unique name upon the panel, then what the hell are you doing? Secondly, the panel tried to save you, but you you kept on going. So I named my second name on this episode is Edgar Allan Poe because we're going to quote the Raven nevermore because I'm about to put the Raven to sleep. So allow me to put the Raven to sleep. Raven Simone is black, gay, and a woman living in America. She totally missed the irony in her point about discrimination. Not only does Raven Simone look and sound ethnic, she's saying this while wearing a bright mohawk and purple lipstick. Also, not to be lost, she got on the gold starter kit. Now, like I said, you're gay. That's one strike. You're black. That's two. You're a woman. That's three strikes against you that the people that you're trying so hard to please, like those... You, between you and Stacey Dash, I don't know who wants to be the middle-aged white bigot living in Texas more. Because both of y'all are outlandish with the things you say. You're trying to appease people that will hate you. I just listed three reasons why they will hate you. But you see discrimination is funny. Like, you giggled. You didn't even chuckle. You, <laughs> it's just not happening. <laughs> like, you changed your voice and shit. Like, you was, you was feeling it. <laughs> then one of them was like, oh, that's racist. And then you said, no, nah, that ain't racist, motherfucker. Like, you was in clear of mind when you went back for more discrimination. You went in on these people as if your name was just Tiffany. Mm. Your name is Raven Simone. By the way, people that don't know who Raven Simone is, that we're not saying her first and her last name. That's her first name. It's a hyphen in it. She got a hyphen in oh. her first name. Oh my goodness. You know, I've, I've been discriminated against, but like, as far as my name goes, people, I've had somebody say, you know, after I repeated my name, oh, the things that our parents do to us. (laughs) (laughs) You were lucky I'm at work. (laughs) Like I'm getting so sick of society trying to make everybody make white people uncomfortable, like make white people comfortable. Like I'm not talking about all white people, all white people understand. I'm not talking about all of them, but these names that people carry, like Michael, Tiffany, Michelle, these are names that were common years ago. As society progresses, the names should progress as well. I like beautiful, unique names. Walla Millen, Andrea, if that was honestly somebody's name, I'd be like, well, that's a fucking unique person. I would not judge somebody off their name. I get, you know, I get that it's unique, so you might it might take you back for a minute, but to simply discriminate on somebody because of their name is idiotic because you don't name yourself. My name is Javar Sanquan Squire. One of those is German, and the other one my mom named up, and the last one is is my last name. We're not going to get into last names because that'll be another podcast, but <laughs> y'all, y'all that don't get that reference, that's like when you're a slave, you know, you get your last name and your master. Anyway, but <laughs> so you don't name yourself. So to hold something against somebody because they named themselves is so stupid. Especially when people discriminate. You want people to not discriminate on you because of your sexuality, but you turn around and discriminate on them for something just like your sexuality they have no control over. Yeah, let- Let's get past her dark white self that she. Oh made. Lord! Did, I said, did, man, this woman said, actually, first of all, she said she's from all continents of Africa. Africa is a continent. 
My bad. She's from all continents in Africa, but two. My bad. The key points, but two. Then she put out this statement. I'm going to read her statement. I'm going to read her statement. She said, my comments about discrimination have sprung out of control. I would like to begin by saying that I was not attacking a Pacific race. That's bullshit. But repeating a name that was said in a viral video, which has received over 2 million views. I'm going to get to that in a minute. I have been denied many jobs because of my skin color, body size, and age. Each time I was rejected, my self-esteem was negatively affected. So I empathized with those who felt victimized by what I said. We would have hope that I have come to our hiring our names. Yes. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but that just blew me. She she was she didn't get jobs. Is this Raven talking? That's one like that's one like that's one like I don't like reading stuff from people when they apologize because it's bullshit. But I want to read the rest for that. We can just okay. eat. I'm eat sorry. Her, in her full glory. She chose to put the stupid ass letter out. Um, we're gonna eat to her in her full glory. Okay, okay. we got. We got, we will hope that when it comes to hiring, our names, physical appearance, sexual orientation, and age would never outweigh our qualifications, but most times they do. That's the truth, and it sucks, but I would not like to be part of the problem. I would like to be a part of the solution. Then she said, as an equal opportunity employer, I have never discriminated against a name. Even though I said I would, it's not true. My comments was in poor taste. My lack of empathy towards name discrimination was uncalled for. I would also like to say that on Friday, my account was hacked. Those are not my words. What really? are you talking? Okay, I know you want to go first, so I'm going to let you go. I'm just blown, really. Like, these these apologies, not just by her, but every public figure, like, Y'all know what you could do with that. Man, you could go on that boat with Christopher Columbus. That's what you could do. Bruh. You, y'all took and go sail the ocean in 1492 eating booty. <laughs> and let me tell you, okay, it's not just you know her being a um public figure, she being a woman is hard enough in the society. Like just being a woman is hard enough, but then you're a woman and you're, you have made yourself a public figure. You were, you're responsible in your, you know, your actions, you you signed up for this. And then you just make a mockery of everything that you've worked so hard for. What? I just, I don't get it. And then speaking of women, you heard hold, about hold, hold, hold on no no what? i will finish this ether of raven simone hold on hold on <laughs> hold on pump your brakes did you know that obviously she never watched her disney channel show because they did a whole episode where raven simone didn't get a job because of her name and because she was black so how can you do a whole episode and not understand this? Secondly, you said how you empathize with people about discrimination. No, the fuck you don't, because you were the one that said it. First of all, what count got hacked? Those are your dumbass words coming out of your mouth. You said you would discriminate on somebody because of their name. 
That's something you said out of your mouth. The other people tried to save you and you still jumped out the deep end twice in one conversation. She's talking about a viral video from like five years ago where the dude was just making up shit. And he was like fried chicken, Malcolm Asia or some shit like that. Like he was joking in the video. So you can't distinguish between a joking video and an actual video about people's names. Like the watermelon LaQuisha, whatever the fuck you were saying. Like, you're sitting here talking about how you never discriminate on people. Like, first of all, this wasn't a sorry. It was a bullshit, I'm sorry, because you didn't say the words, I'm sorry. And also, you're not sorry to quote Rihanna, the philosopher Rihanna. You're not sorry. You're only sorry you got caught, or you're sorry that the backlash came. Because when you said this, white people jumped on your ass as much as black people. Because if you look at the comments of this, it's 7,000 comments. I can guarantee 5,000 of them is white and black people coming together to roast that rooster of a person that you are with that red motherfucking mohawk on and that gold. But anyway, going back to the article, she also said that that it happens and she don't want to be part of the problem. She want to be part of the solution. You are the fucking problem. You're the person saying that you're discriminating against somebody. How are you trying to be part of the solution if you discriminate on somebody? Like I'm so done with you. I can I can honestly go on for a couple of hours, but we can but we gonna move on. Okay, resume what you were just saying. I just had to eat to her real quick. Just know you and Stacy Dash, we taking back y'all black cards. Rachel Dolezal, we'll, we we trading both of y'all for Rachel Dolezal, but I talked to the white society. They don't even want y'all. So we're going to put y'all on an um, iceberg and just push you out into sea. Good <laughs> riddance. Quote the Raven, never more. I am in a big situation and I need help. Me and my husband have been together three years, but we got married seven months ago. Okay, it doesn't sound so bad. Um, things started going bad about five months ago. However, this month, I found a sexually explicit video on his cell phone. Woo-wee. Wow, wow. <laughs> I want to sex you up <laughs> all night long. All right, now. <laughs> um. He claims that it wasn't him. He begged me to believe him and didn't, I didn't know what to do. So I kicked him out so I could think about everything. A week went by and he acted like he didn't do anything. No guilt or anything. We have two children. We just got married seven months ago. So I believed him and took him back. A month has passed and I have found on his Gmail account that he's been looking for girls on Craigslist. Oh, hell no. <laughs> he said that he hasn't been doing it at all. Mm-hmm. Doing it. Also, doing it. Wow. I've noticed that he's so cold with me sometimes. I hug him and tell him that I love him, which he should as his wife. But he is he instead pushes me away. I don't know what to think. I really love him and he talks about us having a future, but he doesn't show it at times. I don't know what to do. Oh, Jesus Christ. He got a hot, he got an ice box where that heart used to be. You, you want to go first or you, would you like me to? Oh, let me, let me, uh, let me go a little bit here. I'm, <laughs> seriously, how, how many things 
must a person go through or put up with to notice a fuck up when you see it? It's right there. Like, he's basically telling you that he doesn't, he, he's, he's not in a relationship. Because if he's going to go out and disrespect you like that, you know, he could deny all he wants, but you as a lady, a woman should know, you already know the answer. You already know the answer because you wouldn't have it. it okay. I'm sorry. I'm just going crazy here. No, go, go on, go on. Put it okay. on. She, she asked, so, she, man, this is the deal. You asked us, so we're going to give it to you. So give it to her. Okay. I'm going to get first off, first and foremost, do not erase your identity for anybody. Okay. If you love the person, that's fine. That's cool. But you already know the answer before you get married because it's right there. The signs are there. He tells you, or she tells you, you know, whether the person loves you or not by the, their actions, words don't mean anything. Because if you, there's no actions to back those words up. It's, it means nothing at all. Back to your, 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 your letter. <laughs> um, you're newly married, but you've been together for three years. So that's long enough right there to um, detect if something's off, you know. But anyways, you went ahead and married him. So you can't change that now. But um, he... <sighs> When you say that you found sexually explicit videos, that's proof right there. Cell phone, then yeah, he's that's it. Like you, there's no questioning anymore after this. It's like you've tried, you showed him love, you show him affection, he's not giving it back, then that, that means you have to let go. I don't know, go to counseling or something, but you, you're gonna have to let this one go. Sorry. Go to camp. What do you think? Go to camp. <clears throat> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to save the woman because save her. no, I think I think she needs counseling. At oh. this point. Yeah, I think she needs counseling at this point because it's sad. I know women we emotionally invest in our marriages, you know, and it's okay. You know, we have to live and learn, but gotta wake up, honey. You have children. You have children. And if you allow, you know, your children to witness things that you know offhand is not good at all, then you're, if you're saying okay to that, then what, are, what do you think your children are gonna do when they grow up? Who are they going to look for? They're going to look for the same exact person that you're with because that's the example that they've seen. And if you're okay with that, you, you need counseling. Mm, you need counseling, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Javaris. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. To basically quote the great philosopher, J. Cole, now this is this is I'm taking this loosely. I'm not saying he actually does this. It goes, he hits you and you went back, you officially stupid. Oh yeah, I understand you got some kids, you've been together for some years, but we both know that's a bad look because 20 years from now your daughter probably get her ass whooped. Now, basically what I mean is 
You cannot set this president in your house, this level of disrespect. Once you found that sex tape, your ass supposed to have been gone. Who gives a fuck? You supposed to got your children and took them and removed them from a situation that is harmful. Because ladies, men, ladies, and dudes, all y'all, I done said three things, there's only two. But, you know, like, that's how frustrated I am. You cannot, when you first in a relationship, the president is set. If the person cheats on you and you take them back, you just you just lost the relationship because it's not it's not worth saving anymore because they already disrespected you. All right. And then you took back the disrespect, and then he constantly he keeps on disrespect. He keeps on slapping you in the face. And you keep on asking for more. So he's not going to wake up one day and change because only thing he could change for is the next woman. Like a lot right. of women get mad. A lot of women get mad. Cause somebody moves on and they get better for the next woman, but he was never going to be. But the good thing about it is you can find you somebody that's good for you because mm-hmm. this dude is gone. And it's the same way with women. A lot of dudes try to stick with these women cause they're fine and they all that and they got fat asses and stuff like that. But you can't change these people ways. And y'all know, y'all know these people ways before y'all get into these relationships, especially with social media, mm-hmm. social media would tell everything i cannot yeah. go on facebook without seeing such and such commented on this such and such like this and it's not even the stalker bother be on the side like i had to turn it off years ago this is like on your news feed you can see what they like and stuff like that so you mm-hmm. see the stuff they like oh my goodness i'm sick i know you can tell but man <laughs> these motherfuckers out here spraying chemtrails in every direction north <laughs> south east west we getting acid rains everywhere <laughs> she got raccoon eyes and everything right now red nose and shit <laughs> <laughs> oh lord <laughs> like you hear what you heard what ben Carlson said earlier this week right what do you say okay before i get to that i'm gonna ask you a question what's up let's say let's say you you have you have papa popeyes in the hood because Popeyes are on it. No, my bad. Churches. They say you at churches because churches in the hood. Right. And I come into churches and I try to rob you while you in line. In Don't line you, you in line for churches. Churches is a chicken place. Churches is my bad. Everybody don't know. Oh, that. yeah. Churches is a fast food <laughs> oh, yeah, establishment. Yeah. You, can t- you can tell that me and Kadir, we, not, we, don't, we don't frequent the hood because <laughs> only one of us knew. Like, I, I know about churches because, you know. Cause it's really good. That chicken, <laughs> that ghetto chicken. That's that sounds so bad, but y'all get it. Y'all get it. It's all love. It hungry. Um, yeah. Okay. According to basically, would you think if I if I went to a church to rob it, do you think I robbed the customers or the um the the establishment? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good answer. According to Ben Carlson. Ben Carson was in the churches. Now, ter- now I'm only saying this to paint a picture of Ben Carson. Ben Carson actually is like Carlton on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> I just leave it at that. So this Fresh Prince of Bel Air Carlton was in churches, and the dude came in and he ro- He said the dude robbed Ben Carson. He said the dude put the gun to my face, and I was like, "Why don't you rob the? You should be robbing the cash register and trying to rob me." <laughs> There's so many holes in this story. If I'm robbing a place, I'm robbing the cashier first, then I'm robbing everybody else. I'm not gonna rob somebody in line. 
Right. <laughs> and then you wasn't even like this story, like Ben Carson, try, stop trying to be cool. Cause this came after he said that if he was involved in the organ mass shooting at the school, that he would, that they would not have went down like that. Like you just went going to shoot him. That's according to him. You weren't just going to shoot him. Really? Then he tried to show his bravery by saying how when he was at the church's, this church's chicken, this church's chicken, I don't know that Ben Carson from Detroit. So this church's chicken in Detroit, you just in there rob. They just in there robbing customers. Wait, hold Again. up. What you doing in the ghetto, anyways? <laughs> how did you, Ben Carson? How did Ben Carson arrive in the ghetto? How, where were you in the ghetto? Where? <sighs> Brian Gumble one time said he didn't know what the old English was or forty. What the for, what the forty the malt liquor old English was. Mm-hmm. Ben Carson strikes me as the same person that don't know that either. So I, I refuse to believe that Ben Carson was in a church's chicken, a church's <laughs> chicken, and somebody tried to rob it. And he was like, nah, dog, point the gun at the register. First of all, how the hell are you not in jail if that happened? How the hell are you not in jail? Because you basically just told him to rob the place. You basically <laughs> assisted in the robbery. You just snitched on yourself. Exactly. This the type. This the person we want to be president. The person that snitches on himself. I'm starting to think that being a a nail surgeon is not even that hard. <laughs> like I was thinking, I was really thinking about this the other day. I remember I wanted to be a doctor when I was younger, but I my, my hand shakes when I draw pictures. So I can just imagine me trying to go inside somebody's body with a with a fucking knife. Right. You know what I think? Um, I have this crazy idea that zombies will be the mentally um you know like the ones that are in the institutes and they run out of medicine they have no more medicine so they're like what do we do next you know what i'm saying so your your role as a parent is to guide them whatever experience you've gained you pass it along to them so that you know maybe just maybe they'll listen to you and they'll have some common sense that are being out here doing things they shouldn't be doing. Whew! <laughs> <laughs> we just all in the zone. We in the zone. We back with a vengeance. Had to take a breather yeah. real quick. Oh, oh. You, know, you know something else? Look, I can't even take a breather. Hold on a second. <laughs> What's going back in? Yes. Let's educate the youth. Seriously. Educate the youth. I cannot express that enough like you know just like you were saying you know if they if they need help um trying to pursue their dreams try to try at least with them let them know you're their support you know with with educating them also i'm just sick and tired of these parents you, you know letting their technology devices be their their child instead of you know working hands on with the child and and figuring shit out like your children should know who harriet tubman is like just simple and plain like using as an example your children should know about modern day history they should know about history period because let let the um let the textbook tell it they're now now they're saying that slaves were workers like I forgot what company it was, but the company had to come out and go, oh, well, that was an oversight. No, the fuck it wasn't. You said that slaves were workers. They were slaves. So right. you, can't let, you can't let this, 
you can't let this modern day society teach your child because they're going to teach them wrong shit they won't even teach your child that christopher columbus didn't discover anything he forced his way onto another person's land and then he raped them they won't teach them that christopher columbus is the godfather of the slave trade you know, and I and that's the thing. I know, you know, with parents, especially with this fast-paced life we live, it's so hard to keep up with everything, you know, but it's not an excuse. If you are able to have a child, you, you've already signed up that you're going to take care of that part as well, because there's so many elements that, that are in, you know, the title parent, it's not even funny. Like, you know, all the stuff out here, you and I, as an adult, know it's bullshit. You know, excuse my French, whatever. I just, it is what it is. We've come to the light of it. Now it's not, not, we take this information in and let's hold it and not let anybody know. Let's just hide and hide our children. You know, it, it, no. Be in that house and speak to them and be like, you know, this is what they teach in the textbooks. This is what your child's going to tell you what they've learned for the day. Make sure you ask them too, because your child's not going to tell you what they learn unless you ask them. I've noticed that, you know, because they think, you know, school's boring or whatever, but that stuff is programming them at an early age. And that in the early ages when you need to inform them the most about stuff that you've been educated on. I, I can't express that enough. Exactly, like, you can just drop little knowledge. Like, it's enough time in the day to teach children stuff that they will comprehend. I remember my father one time was watching soccer, and he was like, I love soccer. So I went to school, and I was like, hey, at recess, we'll play, and they had a soccer ball, and, like, nobody never plays with it. So I was like, hey, let's play soccer. And this one dude dude goes to me. I went to, shit, by by now, everybody know I went to all-white schools. So this, this dude was like, man, it's a Mexican sport. And just like that, I got the notion that it was a Mexican sport. So when my dad picked me up. He was like, um, well, you know, what you do today? I was like, I was trying to play soccer with everybody. He was like, yeah, how'd that go? I was like, they told me it was a Mexican sport. And then, like, this, like, I guess, well, my father a piece of shit, but this, like, the one, this is the one thing he taught me in life. He was like, he's, he just stopped. Middle walking, he just stopped. He was like, don't you ever say that again. He was like, it is a sport that anybody can play. If you want to play it, you play it. It doesn't matter what color you are. It was like, I guess around here, a lot of Mexicans play it, but people all over the world is playing this sport. So don't ever let somebody influence you to not like something because it's not what they want to play and they just say some inner things. See, that right there, that right there, in that one instance, I learned not to be not to be on harping on the words of somebody else because they don't like it. So they're going to tell me some fuck shit because they heard some other fuck shit for somebody. And that's taught to me by a piece of shit. So if a piece of shit can drive knowledge, you, the parent that's in the home all the time, you can do, you can do it as well. It's not that hard. Like it's not that deep. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. That's your seed. That's the, that's the, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta help them grow. You can't just sit back and let these this world teach them. You, you, do you not see the reality TV and, and these shows? They're giving you this, oh, how an ideal family should be. But really, like, <laughs> it's hell. It's hell out there. And life is not going to be sweet to them. 
So don't think that if you're speaking to them and, and giving them the hard truth now while they're young, that you're, you're being negative, that a lot of parents mistake it, you know, mistaken that or whatnot, but no, it's better off to let them know. You'd be surprised how much your child, how, how, you know, open they are for information. Like you would think that, oh, they're a child, they're not going to understand. But when you speak to them, you would be really surprised. I, I know I'm surprised with Janelle and Jacob all of the time. Like I, I shed a tear or, or two, you know, like, oh my goodness, that's my babies over here, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's so important. Like take time. Eugene Robinson ruined my childhood. Ask me how Eugene Robinson ruined my childhood, Lady Godiva. How did he ruin your childhood? Well, Eugene Robinson was a football player for the Atlanta Falcons, my favorite team in the world. Now, if everybody remember, in 98, 99 season, the Atlanta Falcons were a dominant force to be reckoned with. They ran through the regular season. When it came to the playoffs, we beat the heavily favorite Minnesota Vikings on a field goal. We beat them. We beat them. We're going to the Super We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. So Eugene will forever live in infamy. I'm going to read. I had to find the headlines from the New York Times during this Super Bowl because I need to read this to the world where they can understand because I didn't understand when I was young because I didn't know. Okay. Former Atlanta Falcon safety Eugene Robinson found himself in hot water after being arrested the night before the Super Bowl by the Miami police on charges of soliciting wait for it. You sitting down? Yep. For soliciting oral sex for $40 from an undercover female police officer posing as a prostitute. Robertson played the next day in the Super Bowl, but gave up two crucial plays that cost the Falcons in a 34-19 to loss to the Broncos. The charges were dropped as part of a plea bargain. Mm. Now, I didn't understand this when I was younger, while people was mad at Eugene before the game. <laughs> Everybody at the party mad at Eugene before the game, like, you haven't done shit yet. And I became mad at him as the fucking touchdowns sailed over his head. But Eugene, let's read that again. Eugene solicited sex, oral sex, for $40 from an undercover female cop. Ask me, now Lady Godiva, I want me, I want you to ask me how much worse could this be? How much worse could this be? That same week, the NFL anointed him the man of the year for having high moral standards, for being highly moral. Hmm. Now ask me how worse can it get? How worse can it get? You went out to solicit oral sex from a prostitute with your wife in the hotel. Uber, 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 taxi. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so not only are you out here soliciting head, you got your wife in the hotel. You, damn, I thought I thought one of the things of being married is you get to have sex all the time. I guess not, but even even then, you can get some free head. You mean to tell me you're a football player and you couldn't find <laughs> nobody suck your dick for free? 
Like, why the fuck are like you trying to like, what? Like your wife? <laughs> exactly. Like she well, she was like, nah. When she said no, you're supposed to be like, okay, and went to sleep. You got a fucking Super Bowl the next day. You're playing for a once in a lifetime opportunity to bring glory to the Atlanta Falcons and you broke my heart because you wanted to get some head. You didn't want to have sex with it. You just wanted to get your dick sucked. So you didn't know where to get your dick sucked for free as a football player. So you chose to go down to a street where they are known for prostitution. Your mind didn't click and think, well, maybe if I go down to this to this avenue that somebody might be posing as a cop. Right. $40. $40. $40, my man. You cost us the Super Bowl over $40, $40 worth of head. <laughs> and then she probably was an ugly-ass police officer, too. Like, they always put the ugly ones, and then y'all fucking fall for it. <laughs> or or she's the ugly, or she's really nice-looking. So you already thought this really nice woman was going to suck your dick for $40. damn dollars. <laughs> you, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. I'm, I'm so mad. And then the other players going to try to defend him. He heard earlier in the week that everybody else was going down there. Stop lying. Stop lying. motherfuckers lying. Y'all lying. Y'all lying. Ruin my goddamn childhood. You know how happy the, you know how happy it was? Man, the school had a red and black day because the Falcons were red and black. We had a red and black day for the whole week. The whole week. The, I'm talking about the martyr had go falcons on it. Everybody was cheering and dancing. We was doing the dirty bird in school. Like everybody was amped up for this game. We was ready for this game. I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Like I wanted to win. But this fifth, mind you, this fifth grade. We in fifth grade, and I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I'm a, how the fuck gonna be a pessimist in fifth grade? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about this one. For the Broncos, he went to Georgia. I was like, he went to Georgia. The Broncos got nice looking uniforms. I don't know about this one. I don't know. About this. I was very pessimistic in fifth grade. I was like, I don't know. I was rude with everybody. I was very pessimistic. So we didn't win a Super Bowl because you had to get your dick sucked. He was like, Mrs. Officer. You <laughs> put the handcuffs on him. Take the handcuffs off. Take the handcuffs off of you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, what the fuck are you thinking? I was just about the fact that you, a football player, couldn't find somebody to suck your dick. I'm pretty sure it was women. This would probably makes it worse. He probably walked over there. He walked. He walked, Lady Godiva. He had to walk. That's a long weekend. He had to walk. And women was probably throwing themselves at him. Beautiful. Right. You could have got your, you could have, you could have, you could have had your, you, you had your pick of women, but you choose to pick the one that was a, that was a fucking cop. <laughs> oh, you man. Offering the money up front. See, that's what pisses me off. I don't know nothing about to buy no hooker. I don't know nothing about buying no hooker. But I thought, like, if she a hooker, then, then it should be, like, already uh, already undisclosed number in her mind that she's gonna, you're going to have to pay her, and she's going to tell you at the end of the night. Right. You don't need to say it out loud. <laughs> Yo, dumb, you're a billionaire! I keep, I, I love how I just, I'd say, if you're, if you're a millionaire, you're a billionaire in my mind. 
you're a millionaire, so you mean to tell me you can just take the risk of her being like five hundred dollars at the end of the night as you done? Do you right. not have went to jail? You not have went to jail. You could have went home and it would not have happened, or you could have just asked your fucking workers. <laughs> General Motors laying my mama off from work. General Motors tripping, but I come home bank like Hank from licking and dipping. Do you, bruh? But I come home bank like Hank from licking and dipping. Bank like Hank from licking and dipping. Yeah, and um, you know, I have a story, right? So there's this girl that I or this woman I went to school with a long time ago. I haven't seen since high school. Um, it was actually 11th grade, which is 2002. So, anyways, um, she was tweeting. She was tweeting me while she was driving. I didn't know she was tweeting me while she was driving, and she ended up in a car crash it was her fault obviously um and she lucked out by just getting her you know her arm broke and it that was unfortunate but i didn't even know she was tweeting while she was driving otherwise i wouldn't have been tweeting her back you know what i mean yeah. and i found out later on and she moved out of the state and everything and it it it, it bothers me sometimes because i'm like when i when i see things like this you know, people texting while they're driving while, you know, around me while I'm driving or whatever, I see it. Um, it, it that That's what I think of, that story. It's not that, it's not that serious. You're not talking about anything. Like, right. you're not talking about anything stationary, so why do you think moving at high speeds is going to make you more interesting? Yeah. Like, I read, on, I read on the news. I saw on the news the other day, had to be Georgia. This one boy was twerking on a fucking car and died. Like, yeah. like what? What? What position y'all to? What position your dumb ass to get on top of a car and then proceed to twerk on it while it's moving? Oh my goodness! The negligence that the society gives off nowadays is why the aliens don't visit us because we fucking stupid. God damn. I know. Hit by a car, but you fucking twerking on it. This is and this, girl, and this girl that was driving the car got to live with this shit forever because of your stupid ass. Now she got to live with the fact that she killed you because you wanted to get your twerk on. Like, you're not damn dumb. You said, I'm trying. If we keep on treating this with sensitivity, then they're going to keep on feeling like it's okay to do it because people are going to give a fuck. But this is me saying that you don't need to twerk on cars but still like you on the way to heaven hey man what you that what you died from oh i got you know you know old age another person was battling cancer or something then here your dumb ass i was twerking on a car i'll be going to hell because i'll beat you i'll be beating your ass up stairway to heaven god remember drew hill yes <laughs> tell me what you want <laughs> Tell me what you need. Hey. You ain't gonna finish the six. Oh, come on. No, I'm sick. I'm, I'm Tell sick. Me so happy. It ain't good enough for you, baby. Oh. You like that. Oh, my God. Like, bruh, Cisco. Yes. Oh, yes. Cisco was popular. Like, people don't understand. Cisco was the man back in the day. Like, fuck all that thong song shit. I'm talking about straight pure. Singing that without you, girl, my life is incomplete. You can't tell me Cisco ain't got it. Right. <laughs> Jeez. 
Oh my God, that was a beautiful time for music. Uh, I want the 90s back, the 80s and the 90s. I really do. Then TLC had that message for you telling you don't go be chasing no waterfalls that stick to those liver, the rivers and them lakes that you're used to. Yep. I knew that you're going to have it your way or nothing at all, uh-huh. but you're moving too fast. That's what you look you look young and need to know. Y'all moving too fast. They told y'all stick to them, li- them rivers and them lakes that y'all used to. So. Hello. Hola. Bonjour. Marhaba. Aloha. Konnichiwa. Ni hao. Namaste. Um, okay. That was <laughs> random. Feeling international. It's okay. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you're feeling international. This is the same person that went to Walmart tonight at 11 o'clock. Like, what was up with that? Well, I figured that there'd be less people. Uh, I was wrong. It's about the same. And not only that, they have boxes in the way all over the store. And, of course, Jacob wanted to stroll away. <laughs> so <laughs> it really didn't make a difference. Oh, wow. You, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, I hate, I hate tall people. Like, I really honestly hate tall people. Like, whenever I go to Walmart, they're always thinking they're helping me, but they're not. Like, this one time, I was sitting in the aisle, and I was looking at the top shelf. I wasn't trying to get anything off the top shelf. I was trying to remember what I had in my list. Because I write down the list, and I never look at it, and then I always forget things. I try to keep it in my brain for some reason. So I'm just looking, and this lady just walks by, and she just reaches up and gets whatever it was on top shelf and just puts it in my hands like, you're welcome, sugar. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just standing here like, yo, really, lady? Like, <laughs> like this is my, I'll, also, I have a theory. Like, I have a theory that in each Walmart, tall people just go around putting money on the top shelves to see who will find it. So that's why us, us, um, us shorter people, we don't like going to Walmart. But the tall people love going to Walmart because there's money on them top shelves. Like, they think they think we don't know, but I'm onto it. I'm onto their tricks. I'm, I'm onto it. You're convinced, huh? <laughs> I'm fully convinced. That's the only reason I see why people flood Walmart. Because it's a nice... I love Walmart. Walmart's one of our sponsors of our blogs. So I love Walmart. But it's too many people in there at all times doing nothing, walking slow. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right on that one. <laughs> oh, I, okay. Before we, do, before we do this, before we do this, we got to talk about the Muffets. Oh, my God. I think they had Liam Neeson on there. The, the fucking mu- so the mu- the muffet that looked like a fucking elephant ant or whatever. He um he had an online dating profile and he was dating this girl named Deborah. And like the other muffet was like the ant the 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 rodent looking one. He was like, oh Deborah, that's a fancy name. She sounds fancy. How she look? And he, <laughs> so he kept on saying, saying Deborah was a fancy name. That shit was hilarious. So basically, the ant, the ant one, he um he was catfishing because he was he was using Liam Neeson's picture. So <laughs> they go, they go and find Liam Neeson. He was like, "Yo, man, basically, I'm an ant. I've been lying to her. She don't know what I look like. She think I'm you because I ain't even using your profile. Basically, out here catfishing." So he said, "I want you to meet her for me, you know, and ask her would she still be interested in me." Well, she should be interested in you if you didn't look like that. So he agrees. He agrees. He's like, 
Oh man, I got you. Yeah, you know, he's a good friend. He's a good friend. So he get so so fancy name Deborah comes in the spot and he sit down with her. He's talking to her. He's like, So what if I look like that person? It was like he pointed to the ant elephant looking thing. That's what he called it. Huh? The ant eater. <laughs> I guess he blue. Ant eaters ain't eat his name blue, so he blue. He got oh. ant elephant. He called him ant elephant. So I was just dying at that. I don't know none of the muffins' names. I should know their names. I know what well, Miss Picky and Kermit. I know their names. I don't know. I don't know everybody else's name. I'm sorry. But um, so he was like, What if I look like that? And he pointed to elephant ant. It's not a it's not an ant eater. Not everybody thinks it's an ant eater. It's not an ant eater. I know the ant eater it looks like. But anyway, so she goes, Yeah, if you look like that, yeah, because you're funny. You know, I like you because you're funny, basically. You know, I like you because of because of how funny you are. So this way it gets scumbaggy. So Liam Neeson goes, I have never had anybody just not like me for my looks. That's so that's so sweet. <laughs> so basically. He done fell in love with, with fancy name Deborah and just stole Deborah from um Elephant Ant. Oh. That that was that had me dying. He was like, he kept on saying, Oh, so this is my part where I go over there. Then the Roten was like, nah, this is part where we leave. 